then uh, another defamation case. Uh, some of the listeners might remember that we discussed the Elon Musk uh, defamation case a couple of weeks ago where he used the term pedo guy and uh, there was an interesting court case about that so you can search for that podcast on our website and have a listen. But today we're going to maybe have a look at um, the uh, article amongst others in News24 where there was a report titled Jack Post, who's fellow journalist for 500,000 Rand. Uh, um, Ismuri, what are the facts of, of that matter, according to the newspapers, yes. once again? Um, in this case, Jack Poe is a veteran journalist and author, so he has quite a reputation, um, which is important in defamation cases. But what happened in this case is Jack Poe published an article uh, a few weeks ago in the Daily Maverick titled Malema and Ramperi spin outlandish new rogue unit narrative. And in response to um, this article where Ramperi was uh, mentioned, he posted on Twitter that Jock is a liar, a racist and a child molester, I believe, or, or a pedophile. And he was warned a letter of demand was sent to him to retract those uh, statements, to delete it and to apologize, which mm. he failed to do. Mm. So Jock uh, instituted action against him for 500,000 rand based on defamation. Um, yeah, I think okay. um, this summons has recently been issued, so the case has not yet um, been heard and it, it'll take a while before it's heard in court. Um, but uh, I think this is a bit different than the Elon Musk case, firstly because this is in South Africa, our law is different than uh, the USA, um, but it's a similar statement um, to call someone a pedophile, especially a well-known journalist and author who has quite a reputation to uphold. Mm. Okay, so, so what are the relevant legal principles? When can you successfully uh, sue for defamation? Well, there's quite a few things you have to prove to succeed with def defamation, the, the three most important things, not the only things, but the most important things is wrongfulness, intent and publication. What that means is you have to prove that the statement that is complained of is against public mor morals. For example, uh, the public must see the statement to be wrongful or unacceptable. You also have to prove that the person had the intent of uh, damaging your reputation with this defamatory statement yes. and then regarding publi publication this can be anything but it has to be published to at least one uh, third party now published can mean it's a journal article it can be verbal communication it can be text messages that sent, and uh, most importantly in this day and age is anything you post on social media a lot of people are getting in trouble these days with what they post on social media yeah. Um, so we see a lot of cases going to court on what people have posted on social media. So publication can um, quite be can be a lot of things, um, but the court will have a look at whether, um, in looking at the publication element, the court will apply the reasonable person test, which means that the communication is considered publication if a reasonable, objective person hearing or reading the words would think less of the plaintiff as a result of it. Mm. So there needs to be uh, damage to your reputation. Mm. So those, those will be the merits that you have to prove. 
But proving our damages is, is a different thing. It's very subjective in nature because how do you quantify damage to your reputation? Mm. Um, I think there's also a major difference between uh, a public figure or a veteran journalist and author versus uh, normal people like you and me. Um, there's, there's a lot more value to be attached to the reputation of a public figure versus somebody that's not a public figure. Yes, yes. So the amount of damages that the court will award you will differ in the circumstances, whether you're a public figure or a private person. Um, and also the, the people that heard the defamatory or read the defamatory words, the amount of people that, that saw or heard this also has a bearing on how much damages is awarded to you. If only yeah. one person heard it v versus if the entire country heard it or read it, th that there's a major difference in the amount of damages that's awarded to you. Okay. Renal, what do you think? Uh, will uh, Jaco be successful based on the criteria that uh, is shared with us? I, I would think so. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I'm not sure whether you would be able to claim 500,000 rand for it. But in principle, surely that the I think he might. I think he might. Um, Trevor, Trevor Manuel succeeded with 500,000 rand just the other day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he might succeed or get close to it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, Ismail, I also have a question for you. Perhaps you can just give us your opinion on writing a review. Because a lot of people um, also make themselves guilty of defamation when they write a review on a page or something and they think that while they may write a review that's why the options available but they don't think of what they're saying and if they are making themselves guilty mm -hmm. so what's your opinion on this and what should people look out for what Re review on what on the for example uh, if you visited a guest house and you were unhappy yeah, yeah, and yeah. you write a review okay, or yeah. that type of thing yeah, yes. yeah. well i think what becomes relevant in writing reviews is the defenses that's available to a defamation case one of the defenses is if it's the truth and in the public interest and the other defense that might become relevant in this uh, example of writing a review is fair comment. Mm. So if you can prove that what you wrote is the truth and it's in the public interest, then you would be able to successfully defend a case for defamation. Same with fair comment. Um, if your claim is based on fair comment, you're, you're, you're uh, asserting your right to freedom of expression. Um, like I've indicated earlier, all rights can be limited in certain circumstances, um, but freedom, your, your right to freedom of expression and your defense of fair comment needs to be based on facts. So if you're writing a review um, and you can prove that it's the truth and it's, and it's based on facts and it was in the public interest, it won't be considered defamation. But if you're crossing that line into just uh, bad-mouthing someone, it not being truthful or based on facts, then it can be considered defamation. Maybe this is a bit of a difference between expressing an opinion and, you know, stating something as a fact. So yes. if you express your opinion that this is a dreadful uh, guest house and you give them one out of ten, they can't sue you for defamation. Yes, because, I mean, that's sure. a fair comment, I would say. No? Yeah, but, but some people do cross the line and, and yeah. call people names and like that. Yeah, I think so, you still can't say, in my opinion, Jogbo is a child molester or yes. pedophile. I think that is all information. Yes, yes, you have to keep it within limits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's uh, our prediction on uh, that uh, case. We'll certainly keep an eye on it and uh, let you know what the outcome was.